Okay, so we're reading from Colossians 3, from verse 18. No, sorry, from chapter 4, verse 7, through to the end of the chapter. Page 985. Tarchicus will tell you about my activities. He is a beloved brother and faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I've sent him uh, to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that you may be encouraged and that uh, he may encourage your heart and with anything that has taken place here. Aristarchus, my f- uh, fellow prisoner, greets you and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom I, uh, you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called J- Justus. There are, uh, these are the... These are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers of the kingdom of God, and they have been a a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you, always struggling on your behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. For uh, For I bear him witness that he has worked hard, hard for you, and for those in Lydicea, and in Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician, greets you, as does Demas. Give my greetings to the brothers in uh, Lydicea and in Nympha, and the church in her house. And when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Lacedonians, and see that you also read the letter from uh, Lydicea. And say to uh, Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains, remember my chains. Grace be with you. Well, it was, uh, was interesting. I just spoke to someone before the service. They read this passage with their children over the weekend, and they thought, my goodness, not quite sure what to make of this, what to draw out of this for the benefit of the children, and, um, and then went on to read something else instead. So it is quite difficult to get something from this passage to, to get your hearts wrapped around. Uh, and it's good for you if you're not used to Christianity, you don't, uh, you're not a Christian, you're not exposed to the Bible, to, to remember that these things are letters that we're reading at the moment. These are letters written by actual people to actual people in its own particular particular historical context. And this is just such a great reminder of that uh, historical context. So just to briefly remind you, it is Paul. Paul is in prison. Paul is an apostle. Uh, In prison, there's a number of guys with him in prison. Some of them are imprisoned with him. Others are visiting him in prison. Uh, And and he's writing this letter to a church that is in Colossae. Uh, Colossae is not a very significant place. It's not a major city. It used to be a major city. But it got, got overtaken by Laodicea, and it got overtaken by Hierapolis. So now there's three cities almost close to each other, Hierapolis, Laodicea, and Colossae. And, uh, and Paul, well, he's never been to Colossae. But he's been to Ephesus, which is a big city nearby those three. And so someone came to Ephesus, became a Christian, and then went back to Colossae. That guy's name is Epaphras. And Epaphras is just leaving the building, I think. <laughs> Zonda was our Epaphras at the beginning of uh, when we started reading Colossians. 
and, 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 and Epaphras is this minister of Colossae that's now come to Paul where he's in prison in Rome. And he's saying to Paul, Paul, this is great. These guys have become Christians. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I've heard the gospel with you in Ephesus. I went to Colossae. I preached it. People became Christians. It's incredible. But there's trouble. There's trouble. These guys, Jews and Gentiles, they've started to mix in everything else they knew from their Jewish background, from their Gentile background, into their newfound Christian faith. And I'm not sure what's going to happen. In fact, I'm worried for them. Because the foundation is Jesus, and they're starting to bend things around, and, and, and it's warping them. They're becoming weird people. They're just becoming a little bit messed up. And so I just love this ending of this letter because it's, it's Paul not being messed up. It is Paul giving them a picture that he is a, he's, a, he's a human being who is a good friend, who loves people, who cares for them, who's warm-hearted, and who's kind. He's just giving them a sense of his personality. And that's my first point. I want you, because Christmas is close, I want you to compare for a moment the Apostle Paul to Ebenezer Scrooge. Hmm? He's coming up. Charles Dickens wrote that little book, A Christmas Carol. Ebenezer Scrooge. You want to hear some great writing? Here's Dickens for you about Ebenezer Scrooge. He's describing Ebenezer Scrooge. So compare Scrooge to Paul. Oh, but he was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, Scrooge. A squeezing, wrenching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous old sinner. Hard and sharp as flint, from which no steel had ever struck out generous fire. Secret, self-contained, and solitary as an oyster. 